you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. On the latest edition of the Around the NFL podcast, we talk about the Dalton scale, where we decide which quarterbacks are true franchise passers and who has no shot of ever going to a Super Bowl with that quarterback in tow. It's the only show you need. Click pause on what you're doing right now and get it over to our show. Get your life together. Hi and hello, listener. Dan Helley, Handsome Hank here in Studio 66. Much to get to. Let's start off with this. Dan Helley, your beloved Washington Capitals, fell in Game 6 in overtime to my Pittsburgh Penguins. What's the worst loss you have ever suffered as a fan? Uh, I hearken back to the Washington Nationals when they were playing the St. Louis Cardinals winner-take-all Game 5 of the NL Divisional Series. The uh, Nats up by six runs. I sent out a tweet, let's book your tickets to the championship series now. Ooh, Cards came back to win it 9-7. to seven. I was the biggest DC jinx in history. I think uh, that is exactly right. Uh, handsome Hank, how say you? I harbored uh, hopes of the Miami Dolphins making a Super Bowl in, I think it was 93, they played against the Bills in an AFC championship game. And because of, at the time, watching a game in, from the UK was pretty difficult to do. So I had to lean out of a window listening to a radio of the Armed Forces Network's coverage of that game, which was interrupted by in, inexplicably by a woman singing in Spanish. Um, and I, they lost. And it was a horrible experience. 29-10 was the point. Sad and sad, but wrong and wrong. The correct answer is the AFC title game in 04, nay, January of 05. The 15-1 Pittsburgh Steelers led by rookie Ben Roethlisberger trying to do something that's never happened before or since. And on that day, as it turned out, they couldn't do it either. Get a rookie quarterback taking his team to a Super Bowl. They fell to the hated New England Patriots for the second time in three years in a title game. Sickening stuff. That was the one that, uh, oh, yeah, you're that, right. that now really you say broke it. my heart. Thank you. As well. Thank you for agreeing. I just love hearing him say ought. Ought. Next up, Christian Hackenberg has chosen to wear the number five. Meantime, Ryan Fitzpatrick, nowhere to be found. He's a free agent. He isn't the property of the New York Jets. I suggest Christian Hackenberg start wearing the number 14 to show everybody in the <laughs> locker room who's the boss. What's the best number for a quarterback to wear in the NFL, Handsome Hank? Uh, two answers. If you are an athletic running quarterback, the number 11 is the right number. Mm. If you are a guy that likes to throw the ball around, 13 is the correct number. Ah, 13. Love for Marino. Being How say you, Helly? Uh, I say seven. Nice, clean lines. Keep it simple, whether you're a running quarterback or you're a pocket passer. I go back to Joe Theismann. Love watching him play. He was number seven. Number seven. It looks like a guy throwing. No, what number seven looks like. Helly gets the correct answer this time. The number seven is the best number to wear 
in any of the four major sports, if you think about it. If you're a high-scoring winger in the NHL, if you're a slugger in baseball playing first base, that's a cool number. Basketball, it looks slick. And like you say, quarterback seven. You know what's cool about it? If you kind of blur your eyes, it kind of looks like an arrow pointed upward. That's where you're taking things, you know? I like where how you look at seven. things. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I'm a, I have a sunny disposition. Second best answer <laughs> is the number 12. Next and last before we begin the show here in the hurry up, the uh, I, I find it intriguing. On my way in, I was driving next to a guy who was going too slowly. He was smoking one of those ornate, overly ornate vape stick things, you know, with the plumes of smoke. You see him standing outside places of business and hipster restaurants. Is there a greater disparity in our society right now between how cool that guy thinks he looks versus how the rest of us regard him? Dan Helley, how say you? Wow. That's a great question. Um, I, I can't think of one right off the bat, but I, I see where you're coming from with the uh, with the old vape pens because you see them all over Los mm-hmm. Angeles. Mm-hmm. Handsome Hank. I'll I think the you. same guy, but it depends on the beard he's sporting. If he if he's got a very <laughs> thick, long, not I'm not referring to your beard, Dave. It's beautiful, but you know the the bigger the beard and the vape, then the less cool you are. Well, I'll throw one possibility out there. It's these people who are going out there in the sports world and trying to conjure arguments about why. Why Steph Curry shouldn't be the MVP. That guy thinks he's clever. The rest of us think he's a dope. All right, start the show. Yes, welcome to the Dave Damashek football program presented as always by McDonald's all day breakfast. It's a great world in which we live. They'll even serve the guy with the vape stick there. <laughs> really? But don't be smoking that thing around my breakfast. Don't, don't, don't uh, yeah. If I'm eating a hash brown and it's 4 p.m. in the afternoon, that's my business. But I'm not going to have new laws starting to be passed about uh, the old vape pens. Is that, Is that right? true? Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't aware. They're they're going to start being considered actual cigarettes. In I don't see why they wouldn't be. It's it's the same deal, right? Uh, I guess. No, it's not as much smoke. It smells a little different. I don't think it's quite as strong. Right. It is it cigarette. is plumes of smoke. Yeah. You're right. Hey, real quick, uh, let's say you can a uh, little business. Uh, we appreciate. Nay, we uh, we request that you go and subscribe on iTunes. Make a comment. Tell your pals. Do all that stuff. Uh, do it on Stitcher if you wish, or consume at NFL.com/podcasts. And like we do with our second podcast every week, it is uh, consumable. On video, you can find it again, nfl.com slash podcast, or go on YouTube. We give you a segment or two each time, plus the full show. We appreciate you giving that a look. Dan Helley, of course, you can watch on Total Access five days a week. He's the face of NFL media, and no wonder with those baby blues. Handsome Hank, today's a banner day for you as well, Is because, it? well, your pal Bo Ringer got the umlaut. The umlaut. You coveted the umlaut. For another man, and now you've been rewarded. I am. I'm thankful for him. The last uh, umlaut in the NFL, do you know, Dave? I, I read it, and I don't remember what I saw. Tom Newton played guard for the St. Louis Rams. Didn't spell it like Nate Newton. It was N-U with an umlaut on double it, T-E-N. It, is this an umlaut? Just It's uh, it's, it's two Kinda, dots yeah. on top of a letter, an, a normally a vowel. Umlaut. Umlaut. Some of the coolest things in, uh, in name on the back of the jersey history – Bucky Brooks, our pal, had to have his full name spelled name. out. What a diva. Yeah, No, it's not diva. There was another, I think there was, uh, I can't remember the Bill other Brooks. guys. Bill Brooks. Bill Brooks. So, they, the so, the so in fact, it seems like, wow, what an homage to you, uh, Bucky. No, right. no. It's because the other guy wasn't going right. to go uh, Bucky Brooks. That's the coolest thing. I mean, it was for a year anyway. The three? three. Yeah. I don't know. I've said it before. Why didn't RG3, why doesn't he now wear the number three? I, in fact, it should be a Roman numeral three. Right. That would be a cool look. <laughs> that would be pretty awesome. Not so clean, though. A little too chunky a little chunky for a quarterback. Exactly. Yeah. Especially it would for an athletic one. Well, like, it weigh him down. It would be distinctive, though, mm-hmm. at the very it least. It would be distinctive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I also suggest, you know what the coolest move of them all would be? The Oakland A's back in the late 60s, early 70s, in the midst of their heyday, would wear nicknames on the back of their jerseys. You know, like I think uh, I'm trying to think of uh, – I think Catfish is one of them. Vida Blue was Vida on the back of his, even though that's his first name. I think the coolest move going forward is to say, I'm so famous, I don't want my name on the back. That's Ooh. that's the the so-called baller move of them all. Who are you, I Penn think. State? No, yeah. I think, no, just, no, I'm the only one on the team. 
I'm so famous, I don't even need. Of course, oh, you just got, you. Everyone oh, else has a you name. You already know who I am. I, I'm not going to tell seems you. That like a very Sheck move. <laughs> I actually love, <laughs> I love that it. idea. That's brilliant. Everybody knows you anyway. You don't need your name on the back of the jersey. I know. That's what that don't you see that that's the coolest move? That's but I think hot. we can all agree that uh, that uh, Christian Hackenberg move would be the uh, would be the coolest yeah, yeah, just to say I'm taking fourteen. Why not? Hey, he if Fitzpatrick comes back, that's his business. He can take fifteen for all I care. But I got this number now going forward. I also once uh, told Chandler Harnish was that his mm-hmm. name, Mr. Irrelevant, drafted by the Indianapolis Colts the same year that they took Andrew Luck, the year after Peyton Manning departed for. Denver, I advised him to, to come out for the first day of practice in number 18. <laughs> he didn't take that advice, and now I don't know where he is. Cousin Har- of Pete Harnish, by the way. Peyton Manning had a bit of a monkey on his back, I feel like, it, it, before, before he had winning number that, 18. Well, before he – yeah, right. Well, no, the monkey was uh, the obscured the 18. The 18. Right. right, yeah, a little bit, figuratively at least. I think that some of us – myself included, obviously said, Peyton, if he wants to be in that conversation for best of all time, you got to have a couple of rings. The yeah. ring count does matter a little bit. It's not the only thing, but it does matter. Oh, it matters a lot. Right. Well, I agree. That's a conversation for another time. Steve Young was also considered to have a monkey on his back because after taking over for Joe Montana, something that remains controversial to this day in San Francisco, he had that figurative monkey on his back, and when he vanquished – the San Diego Chargers with what six touchdown passes or was it seven six? I believe it was six. in that game it was six. I think it was six. Anyway, Gary Plummer famously did this. This always has resonated for me. Take- Someone take the monkey off my back, please. No, oh, it was It's gone forever. <laughs> and that begs the question now: Who has the monkey on his back and who needs to get rid of it the most? Going into 2016, let's put our little list here together. And, of course, a reminder, they only give out one Lombardi trophy a year. So most of the people we name here will remain lost in the wilderness. Of, That's right. Uh, yeah, with a bunch of monkeys right. chasing and them around. Reminder, they also hand out multiple monkeys. Yeah, they Every do. Every year. That's right. He's everywhere. <laughs> They're so, only, yeah. Right. yeah. One, one super Big ball. barrel of monkeys right. get dumped all over you if you don't win the uh, the Lombardi. Or maybe it's a lower standard for some of the people that we might come up with here. I'm going to start with you, Helly. Who needs to get the monkey off his back? Well, there, there's a couple of obvious ones here. I'll start with Andy Dalton. Um, never won a playoff game. Didn't have that opportunity last year. So now the Cincinnati Bengals have two quarterbacks who have never won a playoff game and A.J. McCarron and Andy Dalton. The next one probably isn't going to be on the top of a lot of people's lists, but I think Aaron Rodgers, to a certain extent I right agree. now, a has a monkey on his back after the way he performed last year, which was still well above the league average, but a but far below what we're used to seeing with Aaron Rodgers without Jordy Nelson on the field. He was a different quarterback. I'm going to put a little line of distinction here. I think there are two separate lists, and they're, and they're fairly close uh, cousins here. Aaron Rodgers, absolutely, going into 2016 – if he reaches the end of the season and doesn't achieve something, and, and for him the standard is a Lombardi trophy, I think. I mean, not for every single guy that we'll name, but I think certain guys need to do something special, do uh, you know, uh, elevate their game, elevate individually or the team, or else there are going to be some changes. There's going to be a stink. The narrative that people don't like talking about, but the narrative on Aaron Rodgers is really going to start gaining some momentum. Like, wow, this guy, for all his things, I mean, he's getting a little older now, and he only has that one ring, and what's going – you know, that question will, and the Mike McCarthy part of it and all of that is going to really come into into the white-hot light if, if they don't make a deep, deep play. Well, and for three years, we were calling Aaron Rodgers the best all-around right, quarterback right. in football. That narrative has been altered after last season. Yeah. No excuses without uh, with Jordy Nelson returning, a svelter, Eddie Lacy. By the way, I thought of that. I heard somebody talking about his weight loss yesterday, and I thought, uh, shouldn't he now, on the back of his jersey, it should be X. Eddie Lessy. P90X. Lessy. Get it? L-E-S-S? Yeah, okay. I get it. Keep it moving. <laughs> I thought that was nice. Handsome, you have a name you'd like to float here. Who's got the monkey? Well, I'm We should I, have monkey sound effects while we're doing this, too. Ooh, 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 ah, ah. Okay, I'm my guy actually may not be a monkey. It may be a gorilla just because of the size and breadth of his back. But I think J.J. Watt 
risks potentially going down in history as maybe the greatest defender of all time, but really not making a whole lot of impact on the postseason. That's an interesting thought. So there. I'm going to put it there. I know it's we're still early on in the, in the what years, but I'm, there will come a time where he may have a decision to make. You know, at the end of a contract somewhere, you know, a fair way down the line, if the Texans don't make much progress into the playoffs, and who knows with Brock Osweiler if that's going to be going to be happening. It's just so different with a position player than a quarterback, right? The, the, the win total isn't attached. I know, to but that, but then when you're talk, when he he could conceivably five, ten years from now, we could be talking about is this the best player, best defensive player of all time, or potentially in that in that sort of conversation for the best player of all time, and without some kind of a pretty deep playoff run or a Super Bowl, it's it, again, it's hard, it's hard to make that. Well, it's funny. You, you so uh, well. First of all, back to Helly's point, Andy Dalton. I'm going to install at number one. In a tie, though, with his head coach, Marvin Lewis, we've talked about him ad nauseum here. And, you know, I get the, the, the pushback that I get from people who say, well, look at what the Bengals were before Marv arrived. Nevertheless, he's had that job for a very long time, and they have a stacked roster, you know, that he largely composed. He had a big hand in putting that thing mm-hmm. together. But still, 0-7 in the postseason. What is this? He's going into his 14th year, is that right, as the head coach? Yep. And he never won a playoff game. Those two need to get off the schneid. They hold the number one spot just ahead of, at number two, 36-year-old Tony Romo. Fair or not? Uh, 100% you know? fair. Yeah. You think it's yeah, fair yeah, for him fair. To, to – I mean, I know he's not going to have a defense again this year or the pieces don't look to be there for them to have a dominant defense, but – you know, Zeke Elliott now behind that offensive line, Des Bryant back healthy, Jason Witten long in the tooth himself. This is win now, and if they don't win now, I wouldn't be surprised if they have to – I mean, there was talk before the draft that Jerry was looking to replace him or at least to find his, uh, you know, successor. His successor. Well, I, I think that if you can just have an average defense in Dallas and they can return to what they did a couple of years ago right. with DeMarco Murray and chew up the clock – and use Des Bryant, and use Witten to move the chains, and you have Zeke there. By the way, you got two other pretty solid running backs as well. That's I know, the most crazy. loaded backfield in the National Football League. Yep. There, there's no reason that this team shouldn't advance to the postseason and win a playoff game or two. And if they don't, then who does that fall on? The, the one-loss record's always attached to the quarterback. In that division with Philly, D.C., and the Giants, the Giants are going to be players. I think they're going to be very good this year. But I think the Dallas, as this, as we get closer and closer, the more excited people are going to get about what that offense might end up being. They're going to be the favorite going in. And so the monkey on Romo's back it remains there, even though last but year is more I'm, or less a, a, a throwaway. It's definitely on his back, but in some sense it's on Jerry Jones's back as well at this point because he hasn't what he hasn't addressed yet is that backup quarterback spot. And we, you know, at, again at age thirty six, we really we we know that he's probably going to need someone to to be a solid backup. For Romo because otherwise it doesn't really matter who you know everything else because you can't just turn it over to to a Dak Prescott well you say Jerry I mean Jerry can pay to have that monkey taken off his back I think (laughs) it's more so on Jason Garrett Mm -hmm. like at some point Jason Garrett has to win because mediocrity has reigned in Dallas for a long long time and he's going to have to win yep They've got not, they've got a lot of uh, a, a big stay of execution, sort of from the Des Bryant. Was that a catch or not in Lambo? I mean, everybody has completely rewritten that whole thing. All that would have done was tie the game against Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers would have gotten the ball. There's a chance they wouldn't have won that game, but everybody's declared. Well, they would have been in the Super Bowl if they, if they right. would have made the right call there. That's a little uh, a, a little bit optimistic for my so Romo is second on this list. At number three, I'm going Carson Palmer here. I mean, he's older now. That team is another one. People thought that they might be able to handle the Panthers. Instead, he got humiliated. I think the monkey coming into the season is massive, how he responds, and they start at home against the Patriots. Eek. That's a great number three. Yeah, that's a because good one. Carson Palmer needed to check himself after that game because he wet the bed. It was it was terrible. And the thing was, when you go back and look at his resume – that was the most important game he had ever played in. Yep. So despite all that he has achieved, he has not been on that stage in a long, long time. And the, 
I don't know if his nerves, I don't know what it was, but we saw that he was not the Carson Palmer that we're used to seeing him. I love that he has announced since then that, you, hey, that's just one of those things that you've got to you got to wash off and move on. No, no, I don't have to. You do, Carson. <laughs> Let's see if, if you can do it. Um, so, yeah, the, on a team that a lot of people are going to pick to make a Super Bowl run once again, Palmer is a big X factor there, and if he fails at all, I don't even know what the Cardinals do at backup. I thought they might go Cardell Jones. That was a lot of the Mm -hmm. buzz that they might take a look at him. At number four, massive year for this guy. A lot of people surprised he still has his gig. Jeff Fisher, handsome. Yep, that's a good one. But I mean, I mean, he's gone if they don't win, right? For him, is the monkey getting to double-digit wins? Because that that's so rare with him. Like that. Well, it hasn't happened yet. Exactly with the Rams. Yeah. Exactly. Um, at number five, Matt Stafford. No Calvin Johnson, no security blanket, a mm. chance to break out and be his own man. But well, where's there, the expectation level right, for Matthew plenty, Stafford? There are plenty of mediocre quarterbacks who've retired without going to a Super Bowl. He's Matt Stafford's going to be one of those guys. He's the first overall pick Doesn't with a, with a rifle. He's got a, he's getting paid a lot of loot. He's got time for him to show up already. Yeah, but I, well, I don't that, think the expectation is there from anyone. I got one for you. Well, certainly the expectation level in Atlanta is higher than it is uh-huh. in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Look at who I have at number six, uh, Matt Ryan. Oh, we're so good like I just that. think that Dan Quinn buys them one more year, and then I think at the end of of uh, of this year for Dan Quinn, people better say, like, all right, already, two. When are you going to do something here? Yeah. You have, you only have the, you've only had your entire career with two of the best receivers in the league. I know Roddy White, no longer that, but, but still – and then to round it out, I put Cam down because I think he's going to have his detractors. People say, oh, you remember what happened to him in the big game, which is wildly overstated in my book. But, you know, the entire season is just going to serve as prelude to seeing him in the postseason again for the haters out there. I, I mean, I think he should be higher. Not because, really? not not based on the fact that, that he played badly in the Super Bowl because I don't really believe that it was it was him. But just because he's a guy, he's at the level, he's at the MVP level, the expectations for him are much higher than they are for a Matt Stafford. For well, he's now the, the bar is now set right. for Cam Newton, right. and, and it's set really high. I don't know that he can duplicate what he did last year, even though he's going to be getting Kelvin Benjamin yeah. back. So, yeah, you could certainly make that argument that he's uh, three or four on the list. Last one, monkey on the back, an entire team, the Jacksonville Jaguars, or as handsome's people say, Jaguars. Correctly. Jaguars. Um, the Jags, six of their – I mean, I know they stink and there are other teams that have stunk like the Raiders for a long stretch and the Browns are a punchline and so on. But the Jacksonville Jaguars are a special kind of atrocious in the 21st century. In six of the last seasons, they've had the third or fourth worst record or or, uh, they finished third or fourth in the crummy AFC South six out of seven seasons. And in that other season, they went 500. They they have not – they only touched eight wins once out of seven years. I mean, that stinks. They better do something as stacked as they are with all well, the pieces they've added. I, they, are, they do have a lot of great pieces. They are young, really young on the defensive side of the ball. I just love that they gave that coaching staff another year. I mean, it's all or nothing in Jacksonville right now. That's right. You have to get – I think you have to make the playoffs. I think – have to get I, nine I wins. Do. I don't know. What, what's, what's the Mendoza? I think well, they, that's I what's think interesting. They have to the, make impro- the playoffs. Yeah, I think Gus Bradley specifically, like you say. Helly, you got to run. Go do your fancy TV stuff. Let me list off for you because I put together a little. I scratched them out in uh, in highlighter, <laughs> as our viewers can see here. here. Here are the guys who think they're going to be regarded much worse if they don't do something better than they've already done to this point in their career. At number one, Andrew Luck. I mean, that that train's already leaving the station now. Like, hey, when's this guy going to do something already? When's he going to, you know, this this thing like, oh, just redshirt him. Hey, the AFC South got a lot t- redshirt the entire year for Indianapolis in 2015. Ah, oh, well, Luck was hurt. And it's just everybody forgives the whole season. Well, now the, the South is going to be tough. And, uh, I mean, all four of those teams could win the division. Andrew Luck better do something special or else people are really be like, all right, his career's half over. We What's had, he done? We had a chat on the show yesterday. Pick any quarterback to build your team around right now. Three guys, none of them picked Andrew Luck. Yeah. I mean, uh, and that conversation's moved on a lot from a year ago. Oh, where, completely where changed. Probably three guys would have all picked him. I mean, all right. I mean, I everyone think picked him as the MVP last year. They, they, they built up that offensive line. They have the receivers and so on. 
time to time to do it, uh, Lucky. Next up, uh, real quick, I go uh, I go with Indomitian uh, and Sue and Ryan Tannehill. They better both mm-hmm. do something too, yep. or there are going to be changes there in Miami. Gus Bradley, like we mentioned, how about Rex and Rob teaming up in Buffalo? That seems like a cute story now, but if that thing doesn't uh, yield at minimum nine wins, at minimum nine, you got to have wins. more nine wins. With, right? with that defense yeah. coming in the way that he talked last year, you got to have more nine wins. You, that, you got, I mean, you enough with the show, all right. It's cute. I think it's charming, you two heavyset uh, kids of uh, of Buddy. But all right, let's, how about the, it equals something more than uh, fun press It's going to equal some great cutaways during games. Yeah. Um, Cutler, forever on this list. In fact, we could call it the Jay Cutler Award. He's going to basically make it his whole career and be very, very wealthy. And, uh, and have achieved very little. Um, Sean Payton and Drew Brees are on the list. They're, that that ends. That era ends if they don't do something. I don't think so. I think he just signed a new, like, six-year contract. I know, but it's Sean ridiculous. Sean Payton did, yeah. It's ridiculous what's happening there. That team's been yeah. sort of quietly very bad the last couple of years, and Drew Brees is old now. Um, Brock Osweiler, all that loot, all the pieces they brought in mm-hmm. through the draft and free agency, he better do it. You mentioned Aaron Rodgers. Um, how about Russell Wilson in the Legion of Boom? No more Marshawn Lynch. You know, it's uh, I think I think they've got a couple more years before they, do they? make that list. Well, Thomas Rawls is an, is, yep. was a nice addition last year. I, yeah, I think so. Right, but they better do. Russell Wilson is the man on that offense. He better do something. Jimmy yeah, but Graham, I think, all that I, you know, stuff. it's close enough to. to I don't think he has to, to win a Super Bowl, Bowl appearances. Yeah. Not win a Super Bowl, but ah, they better make a deep run though. They they really that this right, you're holding people to to quite a watch out a level. I didn't say a Super Bowl for them, but they better do that super that that but is they're, sort of they a, they're two they're a well year Tannehill and Sue better Super Bowl that, Tannehill that, and Sue they'll, right. they'll need to win the Super yeah. Bowl, but they better. Make a run Do at something. the division. Do something. Right. Uh, make a run at the division. You, I mean, you got the Bills. You have the pay. They're not going to make a run at the division. All right. Then goodbye, Ryan Tannehill. It's been a long time already for Possibly, you, man. Yeah. And in Dominican Sue, if our team is structured with you taking that big a hit at defensive tackle, then that's not a good formula, right. and we should move yeah. on from that, too. He, he's, he, he, I see enough. Sue on his way out before I see Tannehill on his way out. I, I, they, they, will draft, they will draft competition. Tannehill hasn't had any competition the whole if time. If he has a good there, season, though, all will be forgiven. He yes. has good receivers now with Parker. I think I'm with, a, with Gase. By the I mean, way, Tannehill has gotten better every single year before this past right. season. That's true. And, uh, and lastly, Teddy Bridgewater. This is a great one, okay, because the guy made the Pro Bowl over my man Kirk Cousins with, Everybody four, made the with Pro Bowl. 14 touchdown passes. He averaged 182 passing yards a game. This is a passing league now. I know you have AD in the backfield, but Teddy Bridgewater has to make that next yeah, step because this is a really good football team. They're loaded. They have Moritz Bowringer right now. That's right, with the umlaut. Let's, let's not ever rank people on whether they made a Pro Bowl. No, I, I'm just that's gonna, right. I, that, that's, that's standard. Some, that's standard. That's I'm a standard little. Is, it's a, is, I, I, I didn't I quite know, understand know, why he was selected and not Kirk Cousins. It bothered because me because he was available. I mean, that's. Do you think Kirk Cousins wasn't available? Yeah, he was probably like, yeah. I've got, I've got some TV stuff. I he, no, he was very available. I knew really? that for a okay. fact. Yeah. All right. Let me just say a couple of things real quick. We have the Game of Thrones Fantasy League draft the results that we're going to review for yes. you. Um, we have a couple other things we want to kibitz about here, including a new segment, The Moment of Pigskin that we're going to launch. You know, the the mm-hmm. uh, Daily Show has its moment of zen. We have our moment of pigskin, which is looking back at an, uh, uh, an original broadcast. Pig pigskin. Pigskin. It's a little bit okay. of a reach, a but a reach. Uh, what we picked, pulled an original broadcast that would please Helly and Handsome Hank. We're going right. to look at that to close the but show Helly's out. not going to be here. Right now, though, we're going to th- start a new segment with, uh, with new pal Kyle Long. Before we do that, though, Handsome, you wanted to pitch a segment idea to Dan Helly. You Helly's. got time for this? I've been trying to pitch this for a long time. Yeah, go ahead. I'm only five minutes late for Okay. Me. This is a segment <laughs> that will be on NFL Total Access named – I don't get the heat. Handsome gets the heat. Handsome had to do something. Oh, this okay, is a Helly? Total Access segment. It's a Total Access Are you segment. doing it? I'm going to – no, for you. Okay. It's, for you. it's named Elephant in the Room, <laughs> where you talk about something that people aren't willing to talk about. You know, there are plenty of stories around the NFL that we probably cover up. We right. Maybe, you know, so this is your opportunity, like maybe once a week, hey – it's time for elephant in the room, and then you look very serious, eyes to camera, and you 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 tell the story that people are just aren't talking about to a phrase. Radioactive stuff for everybody except superhero right. Dan Helly. Right, it's pretty good. I like that. Yeah, Hellyfant. 
Elephant. It's like Brian, like you would be the one who addresses Brian Urlacher's hair plugs right. before, anyone, before else, anyone else. But does. worse than that. Way worse. Way worse. Than that. <laughs> way darker deep. stuff than that. Darkest I think it's brilliant. Stuff. I'm going to pitch it to the executive yeah. producer right now as soon as I walk down. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Dan Helley, like we say, he is uh, one of our favorites here and uh, appreciate it. I was running a little late today. so Really? Helley. Thank you, fellas. I didn't notice. Yeah. Thank you. Look at see <laughs> everything's everything's sunshine. Apparently, you Dan didn't Helly. want to keep All Dan right. Helly. Here comes especially our, Dan Helly. You know what? <laughs> we have a long wait until the next uh, meaningful football game kicks off, and I'm just killing time until that season, until that day arrives here. So let us begin our new segment here, killing time until the season starts with Sheck, our guest this week, the great Kyle Long of the Chicago Bears. What, what's what's the story? Because everybody seems to he's. I don't think there's anybody who hasn't gotten in any real trouble in life. You yeah, know, Cutler. But man, he gets a lot of scorn from Football America because of the way his face sits. Right? It's I mean, it's as simple as that. It's yeah. Like he, he doesn't smile or he doesn't get he doesn't yell at people or anything. So. People feel him. I'd feeling. say he's always thinking. He's always calculating. Uh, it's like, what was the movie with Ben Stiller where he's, uh, you know, everything is like risk, uh, where he has everything lined up for the risk, and you know, don't do that. That's you know. Wait, is that a long call? Is that a long came Polly? Uh, is it a long came Polly? I don't remember. I, I was. But just you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. So basically, Jay's one of those super smart people that is at all times thinking and evaluating situations. And whereas, you know, I, I don't stop to think sometimes, I just talk. Uh, he can stop and be kind of pensive sometimes, and people take that as, you know, off-putting. Uh, I don't think people are used to a guy as cerebral as Jay in a football huddle. Um, he's one of my best friends. Uh, he's somebody that I trust, but at the same time, you got to get to know Jay. He doesn't have a Twitter account or Instagram, so people don't have that human connection with him. They just see him on the field. He seems to, he strikes me as a sneaky, funny guy. True? Very funny, very funny. Uh, snarky um, and kind of curmudgeon at times, but in like a funny, like mm-hmm. old man kind of way. Uh, you know, I thought the guy hated me in my rookie year, but turns out he really likes me and that's just his way of endearing himself to me. What do you think about Thrones? Who's gonna get the, uh, <coughs> the Iron Throne when it's all said and done? You know, I'm not gonna put any uh, spoilers out there as to what's going on in the new seasons so far, but I will say that it's taken some turns that I, I really didn't see coming. I'd say uh, Bran Stark probably has some some uh, you know some skin in the game here, mm-hmm. but it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with uh, and our Arya is the daredevil Snow. now. All yeah, of a sudden. and and she's she's got to learn how to fight again. That's all I'm gonna say. She's gonna learn how to. Well, fight that's again. daredevil. That's his story. They just they, they took that straight out of the Marvel. Me and Color, me and Color were watching that the other uh, the other night. Is that true? Yeah. We're this is, so you and Jay Cutler get together to watch Thrones. We have pizza and rotisserie chicken and Game of Thrones night. The, just the two of you? Yeah. Cutler says goodbye to the family. Well, he I'm puts them to bed, the, you know, because right, right. he's got small ones, so they go to bed. and. I'll be over Kyle Long in a minute. I'm going to swing by the pizzeria and the chicken place. Yeah, chicken and pizza. I actually went to Whole Foods and swiped their ready-made pizza because I, I didn't plan ahead and, like, call the pizza in. I love that story. And they were kind of like snotty about the fact that I took the whole pie. I was like, can I take the whole pie? He's like, $18. I was like, gosh, Whole Foods, man. I don't know if I'm coming back. In Chicago? They, 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 you don't do whatever you please? I mean, the guy just wanted to get off and go home, I think. I think you just ended his night early. All right, now the pizza's gone. There's nothing more. Yeah. Hang up. See you tomorrow, customers, right? Yeah. Well, there you have it. Killing wow. time. I know you couldn't hear it, handsome. The for whatever reason, the audio in here. I can lip read. Oh, you could. Yes. Lip reader. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was great. That discussion about Game of Thrones and how he likes to eat pizza with Jay Cutler and watch Game of Thrones. I think that's uh, that's a fun thing. I, w- I think that's fun the way they kill their time right. together. Cutler, exactly. it's like yeah, they're like I'm leaving uh, Kristen and the kids. Yeah. At home, I got to go over to Kyle's joint and uh, we got to eat uh, rotisserie, rotisserie chicken. Rotisserie chicken and watch Game of Thrones. I think that's a good way to do it. 
Yeah, see, it's a universal thing watching the Thrones. And I would fact, like. I think you, me, Maurice, and Ike should. I would love to watch Game of Thrones with the four of us together. Well, we have started a Game of Thrones fantasy league. We, we did, did the yeah. draft earlier in the week. Here were the results of that. It was me, Maurice Jones, Drew, Ike Taylor, and Handsome Hank. There are your rules. We did five tiers, so each of us now has five Game of Thrones characters. What we want is for, I guess, the best thing that we can do is for them to come back from the dead, which has been happening mm -hmm. a little bit, you know, and we don't want them to get killed. And we have to talk about that in just a second here. Dave's team goes Snow, Risen from the Dead. I get right. no points for that since it's already happened. Dario, who is Daenerys's, uh fella. Lover. Bedmate, yes. Osha, who I have no recollection of who that is. I think that's the young lady uh, who is who's oh the wild the wildling, uh, who's now in the in a castle with uh, with Ramsay Bolton. Right, yeah, and she's got the crazy hair. Yeah. The Hound, who we haven't seen. This was a risky play here by Damashek, but I, you know, I don't know. I like it though. I like the pick. He may come back. We haven't seen him in forever. And then Umber is the guy who delivered. Small John Umber is the guy who brought Osha and Rickon. 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 Rickon Stark to Ramsey. Right. Handsome. What do you I'm going to give here? you a draft grade. Uh, yeah. I'm going to give you a B minus. B minus. All right. Yep. Okay. Fair. Tough uh, but fair. I have the Mother of Dragons, and along with the Mother of Dragons comes three dragons. That's the. That is. The, I still. The I. Draft. I don't like that. I don't want it to be controversial going in, but I don't like that you got well, the three fine. dragons. Yeah, I, I, They're I, not I, even with her. Why do you get them? They're not, if she were with them all the time, then that would be one thing. She doesn't even know where they are. <laughs> That's not my problem. When I said, when I drafted, I was very clear. Is this the case? There was no argument. You all right. Argue I now. think it stinks. I So that's uh, all of those people love to kill. Ramsey Bolton, again, Stone Cold Killer. Great pick in the second round. Podrick is a lover. Podrick has um, pleasured uh, women in um, houses of ill repute. Across West this Coast. is like a fantasy baseball league in which you draft right, a guy just for positions. steals. But just exactly, for the steals. Exactly, this is exactly. <laughs> Tormund Giantsbane, I think, is the big red-headed gentleman. Uh, again, a killer. Oh, the wildling, yeah. Right, the wildling. And Rickon Stark is could wind up being the 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 the, 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 the what's it called? The, I'm going to make a prediction, though. Two I'm, of your people uh, are going to die in the next two weeks. Possible, but I gave myself an I a, think Ramsey, a grade for Ramsey and the redhead are going down. MJD went uh, Arya Stark, Dora Mormont. One won the giant who many people on Twitter, I appreciate right. you reaching out to let me know this. That is uh, yeah, George R.R. Cool. R. Martin named him that as a Giants fan. One won as in. 11 Phil for Phil Sims, and his he's favorite a giant. football team. Yes. So that, all that works out. Yeah. That's awesome. You're in great joy. I don't know who no, that no. is. Howlin' Reed. I don't know who that is either. Ike went Sansa Stark, Oleana Tyrell, the old Tyrell. Right. Grey Worm, Yara Greyjoy, and Ghost, the uh, the dog. And uh, Ike, as a Ike's reminder, draft. has never seen the show. Right, Ike's never seen the show. Ike's draft, I think, that uh, is the equivalent of the draft day movie, whatever whatever Kevin Costner's character was. There was not a whole lot of thought that went into Ike's Well, draft. he was advised by one of our meisters, uh, John Rydell, behind the glass. We'll see how it works out. Follow along. Whoa, what's that? Surprise game show time. Ah, oh, the fan is the Game of Thrones uh the oh, game yeah. is uh, set aside now for the surprise game Real show. We did this a week show. ago. It was me. It was Bucky Brooks. It was Chris Wessling. It was NFL trivia-based. And who won that one, Sully? I forget. That would be Dave Damashek. Thank you. Yeah, it helps to produce your own show. I didn't up. know. No. Did I know, no, no, Sully? No, no, no. There was a, a lot Shame of people trying to say that on Twitter, and I went to his defense. I backed for Shaq. That's because he paid you, Sully. Oh, no I, well, I haven't seen you. that yet. I haven't seen that check yet. Right. Whether you know it or not, Sully, by you publicly defending me online saved your job for another week. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> All right, what's today's question? All right, we'll today's go back question. and forth, handsome, and How I'll bounce. How many people are back there? I can see Black Tie back there. Sully, are you first string or third string? Uh, I'm, like, not even on the roster. Right. Okay. okay, so um, <laughs> this is this has NFL teams in it, but this is the big four since we're also in uh, uh, the NHL playoffs. 
and the NBA playoffs. So can you name teams from the MLB, NBA, NFL, and NHL whose team name is four letters long? And you only have uh, 20 seconds to answer. 20 seconds? That's a luxurious amount of time. Does it include the S? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. And I should win this. check. Yeah, you go. should do. Heat. Yep. Jets. Yep. Red. Which Jets? I, well, I was saving the other one for the next round. He yeah, no. doesn't know. That's not fair. <laughs> what do you mean? The Rams. Yep. Go ahead. Take your. We're done with the NFL. Take your freebie. The second set of Jets. Yep. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Socks is not acceptable, right? No. I'm just buying uh, myself man, That's where I was going next. Uh-oh. I'm in some Come on, Dave. Here. You can't just you got you can't string it along baseball, like that, baseball, Dave. You baseball. Can't. Mets. Yeah. Woo! Have we done Reds? I did. Nope. Wait, I didn't say Reds? Nope. You said Heat. Yeah! Back to you, Dave. Let's see it. Okay. I'm now I'm starting to write them down. I know, me too. Yeah, but you don't have any left. Well, that doesn't matter. I have one holstered now, but I gotta. I'm I'm not ready to say it out loud yet. You have five seconds. You better say it out loud. Nets. Yeah. Back Mets. to you, handsome. Mets. Nets. Mets. I said Mets. You already said. No, no, no. Ding that. That's uh, not correct. He's out. He's not out. He's not out. Yeah, he's no. okay. We want to keep going. Attention. I, I, I was thought saying. I said. I thought I said Reds too. By the way, but all right. Okay. Well, you kind of had that many goes. We've only got around. All right. Hey, uh, go. Handsome needs to come uh, come up with one. Who went first? Me. You. Oh, so handsome gets one, or else I or or I am yes. victor once again. I was ready to ask him since he uh, said something you said. I'm trying to travel around the sports. America. Uh, five seconds. How many more are there? Handsome Nets. I said the Nets, you creep. Yep. Why am I? Why is that nope. getting a ding when he says the ones that no, I already? We're asking him. He's done. He's done. He said twice. Oh, jazz. The jazz. Wait a second. Yeah. The Jazz is what I meant to say. Okay, <laughs> I heard so somebody <laughs> back there say Jazz. Yes. Yeah. So I. So I win. Play you win. Wait, you win. I just yeah, said exactly. Jazz. It's your go. No, check wins. Check wins. What about the Jazz? Wins. Okay, so the the two NBA teams you missed. Yes, the Jazz, Phoenix Suns, ah, MLB, Chicago Cubs. Come on, guys, best uh, team in baseball right now. This is humiliating. And the Tampa Bay Rays. No more Devil Rays. Oh, it's okay. the Rays. That's, that's and the NHL, the Minnesota Wild. My most hated name in sports. How did I forget to include that one? All right, listen. Good game, I'll tell you good what. Good job, fellas. That was a good. That was a fun. I tell you one. what. When the when the bright lights are on, up that's <laughs> it. It's a lot harder. You had to take notes, or else I mean, it, it, he lost because he named two of your teams. So. I'll tell you that something. Happened. It's a, a handsome. Just said it. You know, yep. you guys can sit behind the glass. Yeah, fine for you back there. The lights are off. And relax right. and come. Oh, how are they forgetting? Because fine. It's very hard. Fine. Next one, I could step in front of the glass and play with you guys. Oh, now you're you the host with, and a player. Yeah. After you come up after with you the come questions. Up with Correct. The questions. <laughs> I kind of like the idea <laughs> of giving Sully. <laughs> like, all right, you get to come up with the subject, but then you have to come in you here have and to do come it. Come in here yep. and answer. That's fine. I think he. I think that balls in the NFL. Not, yeah, it might not. Balls in the NFL. It's over. Balls in the NFL. All right, yeah, well, listen, right. we'll do that one at another time. Another day. And now we've started. We pitched one segment, Elephant in the Room. We started what I think is going to be a gangbuster segment with some of our favorite NFL football players until the season starts, killing time. With uh, Kyle Long, we thank him, and there will be a lot more with Kyle Long um, from our sit-down over the sushi in the uh, in the coming weeks here. And now let's round it up with something that uh, that we're calling our moment of pigskin. I look back at a, at, at a real Can NFL football again? game. Say it again. Unironic pig moment of pigskin. How, how about this? The Zen Zone. Ooh. A little better, I think. Maybe. A lot better. Moment of Zen Zone. Not moment of, just. Yeah, but we're still blatantly taking. Let's it. go into the Zen Zone. I like the music. I know that much. So, listen, to help you bide your time, sort of the methadone as you're trying to make your way through life. Right. 
now that you're off the horse, you know, you'll get back on that horse. Your addiction will pick back up come right. J- uh, September. Yep. In the meantime, let's all remind ourselves why we love football by looking at an NFL football game. Take it away, handsome, because Helly started off here and you're a Dolphins Still looking fan. For points. It's the Dolphins and the Skins, week one, 2015. That was the one thing Jordan Cameron did all last season for the Dolphins. <laughs> That's all he's done since uh, about 2012. Right. And in between, he's been hyped as potentially. Oh, by the way, I have to apologize to the listener. I did want to say this is probably, I hear you, we've done, we've been doing an audio-only podcast to start the week for the last couple of months here. I hope you'll bear with us here. This Why don't we call the plays as well? I like it. So, all right, here we go, Handsome. We're, we could also listen to the original broadcast, although I can't hear who's calling the action today, but this is... All right, Tannehill dropping back again. Tries to do almost exactly the same thing. It's Greg Jennings. Can I tell you By coincidence, the only thing Greg Jennings did last season. (laughs) This could become a recurring theme on just this drive. There were under two minutes left in the uh, first half. It's currently 10-0 DC at home. Tannehill tried to put something together, a cheap shot there by Potrose at the knees of Brian Tannehill. One thing that jumps out at me, handsome, as ugly, I mean, it should be hideous, the combo of maroon, of maroon and gold, gold and, and yeah. orange and, and turquoise, it but it looks great. Well, you know what? It's reminiscent of the, those Super Bowls they played against each other as well. A little. Obviously, the Dolphins have changed a bit since then. Super Bowl seven. That was that. If you if you just called up on NFL Game Pass, 70% of the Dolphins' offensive plays, that's it. It's Ryan Tannehill has about a second and a half to make a throw, doesn't make a throw, gets sacked. They are at the 30-yard line. Here it is again. Same deal. Running for his life. His famous ability with the scrambling misses a wide open would-be pass catcher at the four-yard line. That was, that was tougher than it looked. It was not tougher than He's an NFL he's quarterback. He has to make that throw. Tannehill with a strike to Kenny Stills. You want to say it? No, because he did. He had like four catches last year. Oh, okay. <laughs> Kenny Stills, flag on the field. Hey, look Joe who it Philbin. is! It's Joe Philbin, looking a little confused about what's going on. Clark. Now you right. heard he's not the coach anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's good news. Remember when they fired Joe Philbin? What was his name? Dan. Dan Campbell. I couldn't think of his name. The guy they replaced. Right, you'll never have to remember it again. Uh, that was in London when they fired him. I was there. In fact, is that watch, true? To watch the end. Of Where Joe is Philbin. Dan Campbell now? Uh, I think he went to the Saints. Tannehill overthrows Jordan Cameron by, I would say, seven yards. A horrible overthrow. Right. He said, no this chance. Is a, this is an NFL quarterback. Right. Joe Philbin asked what happened. <laughs> Can't we do something about that, ref? Can we get another shot at that? What do you think? Phil Laser, also unemployed. Gase, Devontae Parker, Jarvis Landry. I don't know about the running game, but, you know, come on already. The offensive line. You should have a dominant offensive line with Laramie Tunsil. Oh, and Leontay Carew. I got to start singing about it at some point soon. Now, I would hand it off here to Lamar Miller, but I suspect Bill Lazor has something different planned. (laughs) A little boot action with the fake pitch. Yeah, that, that's that's what Bill Lazor wanted to do. It's first and goal. Why wouldn't you hand it off to a running back who's going to wind up getting massive But the play design can't be doubted when two guys went with Jarvis Landry every step of the way there. Tannehill now operating from okay, so the DC3. It's a touchdown, Hanson. Rashad Matthews. I like Rashad Matthews a lot. The Titans got a bargain in free agency. I still don't understand what the point of having Lamar Miller is on, on the field if in, in goal line situations if you're never, ever going to hand it off to him. <laughs> well, it's not like he's such a great blocker that um, that – that was the that was the guy you needed. Fortunately, it's not something you're ever going to have to worry about again as a Dolphins fan. Lamar Miller now in Houston with Osweiler. Do you remember how this game ended, Dave? I remember the final score was 17 to 10. So here's what happens: our friend Jarvis Landry. It's a touchdown, by the way. So now it is DC 10, pending the extra point. 
which I am 100% sure does go through. There it is. Look at all the Dolphins jerseys there in D.C. Weird. They travel a little bit. The um, that ended with our friend Jarvis Landry returning a punt for a touchdown. That's right. Uh, to win the game. That's right. Isn't it funny that that uh, D.C. team goes on to win the division in spite of losing right. at home to a Dolphins team, excuse me, that ended up being fairly crummy. Right. Weird. Sometimes those week one results, you feel like sometimes all the assumptions you make in the preceding month are blown up and you say, wow, that team's going to be good all of a sudden. Right. I had that feeling with the Panthers in week one. You thought, uh-oh, beware uh, Cam and company here. Um, in this case, though, it didn't end up didn't leading end to up. anything good yes. for uh, for your guys. In fact, it led to uh, Joe Philbin losing his job. Adam Gase is there, and soon football season will be here. We'll Not keep... that soon. What do you think? Pigs, what do you think? Our, our pig zen, what would you say? Pig Zen Zone. Welcome to the Zen Zone. The Zen Zone. Do we like that better behind the glass, everybody? No. Thumbs down from Sully, Sully. and Bartlett. Bartlett. Okay, what Sully hey, We can't even hear Bartlett. Yeah, nobody see. I think moment of Pig Zen is pretty good. I'm not sure it is, but carry on. It's do fine. you like the? Uh, but do you like the segment? Forget the. I name. love the segment. I think it's fun to watch football games. Let us know. I've always said that. Hashtag DDFP. I'm tempted to say also send along future instant game show questions, but you're going to have to send them to Sully because I can't see what they are. Sully, I don't follow Sully. I, I mean, I, listen, I, I, there's only so much time for me. I to thought run. you did. It's at Sully. Follow, him, follow yeah. him what? S-U-L-O-I-V-O-L. Yes, so you can send hash. You can send instant game show questions okay. to Sully. Yeah. What do you mean, okay? If I can't know him, I'm not going to follow no, that's Sully. Right. My time is precious. I want to waste it reading Sully's tweets. Yeah, but I mean, that's true. I, yeah, I don't have time for that. That's true. I'm a pretty good follow, but I talk a lot of balls, so Sheck doesn't want to partake. All right, we'll see. Let's well, listen, Sheck Republic. You be the judge. Why don't you follow Sully and let him know? Kyle Long, great stuff with him. Great stuff with Dan Helley. Handsome. Excellent. Everybody behind the glass. We'll be back with more Huey and Applesauce for you next week. In the meantime, make sure you subscribe and comment. Watch on YouTube, all that stuff. It's been a thin slice of heaven. Watch it. Bang. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.